Welcome to 2022. It's the first podcast of the new year, and I'm very excited to share some new developments with all of you that have been following this podcast for the last couple of years. So thanks very much, and uh, let's get into some updates. All right, let's get started. This is great. Brand new year means new ideas, means being able to take a look at past ideas to see what worked, what didn't work. And I am certainly excited going into 2022 for lots of different reasons, mostly because I think uh, the last couple of years in COVID, everything's been upside down. And if you're an entrepreneur, you, like me, have been probably trying to figure out where to put your feet and how to get going. And I really feel like... um, the world just kind of is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. And if you've made it through the last two years, then this year, um, I think it's reasonable to assume that it'll be as bad as it was. <laughs> and if it ends up being better than that, then that's great. As I record this, today is January 11th of 2022. And it kind of feels like uh, between Omicron and some of the things going on out there that most people have just resigned themselves to the fact that the virus is what it is. The world's got to keep going. Kids got to go back to school. Businesses need to open. And so, uh, believe it or not, you've just got to kind of keep, take care of yourself as you would have done before COVID. If you feel sick, stay home. If life isn't working out for you and you need to go get some tests or go to the hospital, then you should be doing that. But for the most part, I think the world is moving on. And so, that gets me excited about uh, 2022 because it means that some of the things that I've been working on over the last couple of years, I can continue to nurture and have some measure um, of confidence that it's worth trying to look for new opportunities. And so that kind of brings me to the very first uh, goal that I have for 2022 that you're going to hear about in this podcast uh, is that I'm looking to acquire another business. And I think there's an opportunity out there in the city that I'm in to go and work with um, another traditional business that maybe doesn't have an exit strategy that is either the same size uh, as the businesses that I currently um, am responsible for managing and taking care of and um, uh, providing leadership to, or, you know, maybe it could be a business that's twice uh, the size of what's going on right now. And so you're going to hear about that if you're a subscriber to the podcast, which is great. Um, If you're not, and this is the first time you've done it, then please make sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss this wonderful, amazing content that I prepare every week because I am an entrepreneur. And I feel that sharing information with other entrepreneurs is, uh, first of all, really great for me because I get to work out my thinking on some of the things that I'm struggling with. But other entrepreneurs might get the opportunity to realize that in listening to me, they're not as alone as they might think they are. And certainly over the last couple of years, it's been pretty tricky to run a business. I mean, it's hard to run a business under the best of circumstances, (laughs) much less when when life is throwing curveballs at you like COVID. So One of the first things that I'm looking to step off into is to find another business. And uh, I'm not looking for a tech business. I'm really looking for more of an old traditional business that has a pretty big labor force that maybe is in in some sort of specialized trade or maybe they're in construction or maybe they're in manufacturing. But I just, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity to take a traditional business, bring it into 2022 with some efficiencies and some technology. The businesses I'm involved with right now, I built customized software as well as kind of streamlining the finance and the sales operations. And um, 
I think I can do that again, and I'm look forward. I'm looking forward to doing it again. Um, I won't be doing any consulting, so that's not something that um, um, I'm looking to take on this year. I have done that in the past. I won't be looking to do that um, this year, mostly because my time is better spent working directly in my businesses and looking to find another one. However, even though I'm not consulting, as many of you know, if you send me a message. I'm more than happy to help if you've got a problem or an opportunity that you're looking at. I love hearing myself talk, so feel free to share it with me. Um, To that extent, I've also launched uh, a weekly newsletter, and I've done that because uh, I find that I'm, I'm always talking about what's going on out there in the world. I'm, I'm using headlines and news events to craft my own thinking and to direct my own steps. And so um, the weekly newsletter is going to be an opinion piece. It's going to include maybe some links from some things that I think are helpful for entrepreneurs and really just to give um, um, the folks that follow me an opportunity to maybe test their own thinking or to be encouraged or inspired um, by whatever else is going on uh, out in the world. So I've never done a newsletter before. Uh, this is not a, a newsletter for my company. This is not a newsletter for our uh, the technology platform that I've built. This is just a newsletter for myself. Uh, uh, whatever information I'm sharing is information that I'm reading that's forming how I'm thinking. And um, if you find that interesting, I would encourage you to get over to dylangallagher.ca and subscribe because that is um, where you'll be able to see what I'm thinking about and what I'm sharing and a lot of things that um, go out in that newsletter I'm also going to cover in my weekly podcast and so uh, I know that there's been quite an audience out there for the last couple of years you've been great at sharing your thoughts with me and connecting and now I'm looking to give a little bit more value back um, a, because I can, and B, uh, because I have a little bit more time on my hands now that I'm looking to acquire another business and not looking to do um, consulting work. My time is now going to be spent uh, improving the businesses that I have, uh, as well as looking for new ones. And to that extent, I've actually I actually started doing this about a month ago month and a half ago maybe, and I've kicked the tires on quite a few opportunities. Uh, None of them really fit what I'm looking for right now, but that's not to say that they won't um, pop up as the year goes on. Uh, And I have a bit of a playbook that I've developed that helps me understand how to get in, get my hands around a business, and uh, get it maybe to a place where it's as profitable as it can be considering what it has to work with, and uh, looking to just replicate that over and over and over again. And so over the next year, I will share what that playbook looks like in hopes that maybe uh, some of you who are listening will share your ideas with me as well. And maybe we can get a bit of a community of entrepreneurs going that are simply trying to build just very profitable and valuable businesses. So um, uh, one, looking to buy another business. Two, got a weekly newsletter that I would encourage you to subscribe to. Um, And then three, the uh, business valuation platform that uh, was built and launched last year, the summer of last year, uh, has gone through a few iterations since last July. And the platform was designed to help entrepreneurs understand roughly what their business is worth. And then using some industry math helps an entrepreneur understand what their business should be worth if it was performing according to industry standards. And so that platform was launched last July. 
It's been through a few iterations and now I've made the decision, well, not just now, but a few months ago, made the decision about November to make it always free. So for entrepreneurs, it's always free. And I am now spending time looking for some corporate partners to work with. And there's a few that I have been working uh, with and over the next couple of months, as some of those relationships come together, I will share those on the podcast as well. But really what I'm trying to do is create a platform where entrepreneurs can build a successful business. And I believe that starts with understanding what your business is worth today what it could be worth tomorrow, and then what it's going to take to get it there. And uh, as entrepreneurs, we give a little bit, little thought, I think, <laughs> to building a valuable business. And I think we give more thought to running a profitable business, but I think you've got to be able to do both. And I think an entrepreneur always needs to be thinking of their, of their exit strategy, whether that is to sell their business, whether it's to run it, have it be um, a yearly dividend for them, or whether it's a business that they're actively involved in and they simply want to run it the best that they can and take advantage of as much of the market as they can. And I have found, in my experience, that a business valuation is simply the best way to create that benchmark. It doesn't, so ma- it doesn't matter to me so much as, uh, it doesn't matter to me about the math involved in the calculation because Uh, private corporations are really hard to value on any kind of systematic basis. I mean, there's industry benchmarks, there's there's, uh, examples of what the last transaction for a company like yours went for, but really at the end of the day, value is whatever someone's prepared to pay for it. And so my thinking is that as long as you have a value for your business and you know how you arrived at that value, that if on a regular basis you're able to continue to calculate that value using the same calculation, you should be able to see the movement in your business. So if your business is worth $100,000 today, hopefully it's worth more than $100,000 tomorrow. And so the platform that I spent um, time working on last year is now live and being used. We're almost up to 2,000 valuations, which is wonderful. And I'm looking to work with some corporate partners that touch the lives of entrepreneurs and small businesses directly and having this be a marketing exercise or a marketing platform for them to use with their clients. And so uh, between me finding a new business, launching my weekly newsletter to help myself as well as other entrepreneurs uh, be encouraged and inspired, um, I'm also looking to develop some corporate relationships with our business, the business valuation platform that I've built, and I will share updates on all of these things in my weekly podcast. So one of the things that I'll touch on, I did post it in uh, my feed last week on LinkedIn, but the beginning of the year, is it's pretty typical that entrepreneurs will reach out to me and I'll say, hey, Dylan, how's it going? Haven't talked for a while. Hope, hope Christmas was good. Hey, by the way, uh, yeah, any chance you, you could help me out with financing my business? And, and I think that the beginning of the year, you know, most business owners, uh, certainly myself, you just look to get through the holiday season. Uh, business tends to drop or you know, the month of December generally looks a little different than the other months of the year. And so I find that by the time Christmas is over, New Year's is over, the first week of the year starts to take uh, hold that many folks uh, generally reach out to me at that time if they're having challenges in their business. Maybe they just need some advice or some direction or they need some financing. And I get a lot of calls at the beginning of the year. And so I thought I would just share some basic um, 
just sort of some basic responses to some basic questions that I get. And the questions generally center around cash flow and not having enough of it at the beginning of the year as the year gets going because um, most businesses experience some measure of downs, downtime in the month of December, which means if their normal cash flow moves kind of every 30 or 60 days, maybe 90, who knows, the couple of weeks that it gets disrupted in December tends to show up in January, um, either near the end of January or the beginning of February. And so if that is you as an entrepreneur, first of all, uh, you can't go back and redo the month of December or November. But what you can do on a go forward basis is create, uh, or what I do anyway, is I create uh, an eight week cash flow. It's pretty simple. Um, I'm hoping here in the next couple of months to put an online course together for it because I do find um, once I've shared it with entrepreneurs, they find it really helpful and then they tweak it a little bit to match their own purposes. But what I do is I have an eight-week uh, lookout, an eight-week cash flow lookout, and it just basically shows me AR, AP, my pre-authorized payments, my payroll, as well as my outstanding checks. And it just kind of helps me very quickly get a handle on where my cash is. Now, um, our accounting team, they sort of do the the actual math of these things. Um, but for myself as an entrepreneur, I do need to kind of have uh, my finger on the pulse as to what's going on. And so an eight-week cash flow looks great. Now, why do I share that? Because if you're an entrepreneur and you're finding that the month of January is a little tricky, even if you call me, I'm probably going to walk you through the same set of questions that I ask myself, which is, okay, let's, what does your AR look like over the next eight weeks? I do a Monday over Monday comparison because that just works for my businesses. Um, but you might choose a Friday or whatever day of the week. But if you do a week over week or maybe a two week over two week period, depending on what the turn of cash looks like in your business, then it helps you kind of go, okay, here's what the next eight weeks look like. Here's the cash I'm expecting to have come in. Here's the cash I'm expecting that will go out. Cash in based on my accounts receivable, cash out based on my accounts payable. And um, here's kind of where the gap is going to be, uh, for me to be able to meet my pre-authorized payments as well as clear the outstanding payroll and checks that are going to have to go. And so that's, those are the questions I would ask of any entrepreneur. And so you don't need to call me to hear me talk you through that. I think that you can probably work on that on your own, but the month of January is a good month to, to develop, um, a habit for how you're going to run your cash flow for the rest of the year. And even if January is maybe your toughest month or February is your toughest month, there's never a better time than right now uh, to start figuring out how you're going to manage your cash flow and to develop a little bit of discipline. I don't think you need to be an accountant. That I think is counterproductive because you can hire an accountant to take care of the accounting work. But as an entrepreneur, your job, in my opinion, my job is to lead and to make sure that I've got lots of runway to correct and to make changes if that needs to happen. And so eight weeks works well for me. That's a two-month period of time that, that generally falls within the normal turn of my cash uh, in our companies. And if I need to make corrections, I've got time to do that. If I need to get on the phone, chase out receivables, I can do that. If I need to get on the phone and work out terms with payables, I can do that. But having that eight-week look ahead works really well. And so when entrepreneurs call me, business owners call me, whether I can help them or not with their very specific problem, uh, we certainly end up having the conversation that I've just had here on this podcast in the last couple of minutes. Let's just do a quick paint by numbers. What does your business look like? And I guess what I'm share why I'm sharing this is because if you're an entrepreneur and you find yourself in that position, uh, maybe this is a very, very good moment to figure out how to paint that picture 
for yourself and then do it on a very regular basis until it becomes habit. And then we don't have to have a conversation next January about some of the cash flow challenges that you're having. <laughs> so that's what's top of mind for me because I have been having those chats, uh, certainly having those emails, the occasional text message. And I felt it was something that I could share with uh, you, the listener, um, as well as uh, just uh, have it be a good reinforcement for myself that looking at that weekly cash flow across the business, uh, the businesses is a really easy exercise. It doesn't need to be complicated, but it does need to be done. And there's no one else to do it except you, the entrepreneur. Use your team to get the pieces, but then you should have uh, a tool that you are using to manage your cash. So I hope that you have a wonderful 2022. And I look forward to connecting with you at some point through the newsletter, through the podcast, and uh, wish you all the best. We'll see you next week.